0: Dolphin Wealth Management, Inc. and Dolphin Financial Group are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Centers for Disease Control and or any other government agency.
1: In March of 2020, Congress enacted an economic bill that increased unemployment benefits. The law provides an extra $600 per week from the federal government to anyone that's unemployed. This is in addition to the state unemployment benefits which they get. So There are some people now that are in a situation where they are making more money unemployed than if they were fully employed. And the question becomes, is this a good thing? What you are about to hear is a fun and educational show about financial issues. Join Dan Wendell and his co-host Tony as they explore topics related to retirement planning. No matter how close you are to retirement, it's time to listen to another episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Hello and welcome to another Dolphin Financial Radio show with me, Dan Wendell, owner of the Dolphin Financial Group. Alongside me is Tony Shore. Today, Tony, we're talking about how unemployed people are now making more than they were making when they were employed. Have you heard of this dilemma or Dan, scenario? you
0: are a madman. I just had to get that out there. I have heard of that. I, I've definitely heard of that. And I have some personal experience, not that I'm unemployed, but people I know who are unemployed versus people in kind of their same job area who are still working. And yeah, that is a problem. Now, you said people who are unemployed are making more than when they're working. I don't think you can say that across the board for every single person who's unemployed, obviously, because different situations, different pay structure. But uh, there is a good chance uh, that, yes, they are making more. And I think a lot of people, a lot of the, the majority of the lower income people are definitely making more, right?
1: Well, that's just it. I was reading about this and looking at some surveys and studies, and it does, in fact, um, show that those people that are making less before they got um, fired or laid off for a load or whatever are now in a position where they can make as much as two times as much money as when they were employed. Because yep. um, if you think about it, $600 a week, now this is the federal government. This isn't the state unemployment. So each state's got their own unemployment situation where they pay so much based on how much you were making. So that every state's got their own, and some states are more generous than others. But um, if you, if you, you're still going to get that. But then the government's going to give you an extra six hundred per week. Um, and if you just do the math on that, let's just say you were making six hundred per week on average, and let's say that's fifty weeks of working. Um, two weeks vacation. That's thirty thousand dollars, thirty thousand dollars a year, and we know that a lot of people are not making thirty thousand, just right. fully employed.
0: A lot of those people are making twenty five thousand or twenty four thousand or even twenty thousand in some cases. Right, which isn't good in the first place. Uh, that's a very low livable wage, uh, barely livable if livable. But uh, they are making so much more. And I will give, I'll throw out an example right away. Uh, Then, you know, you can let me know your thoughts on it, Dan. But my wife works with uh, another woman who works uh, with her uh, at her company, and she has a 21-year-old daughter, okay? And we have, my wife and I have a 21-year-old son, okay? So my son is working during this time, uh, because he does home health care work to get uh, medical hours he's a, a cna a certified nurse assistant um because uh, he's going to school to become a pa a physician's assistant and so he works in assisted living homes doing that right now to get his hours and get some experience and it pays very little right I think maybe fifteen dollars an hour okay you know, if he's luck if he's lucky right um, unless he works double shifts or weekends, they pay him a little more. However, um, uh, her daughter, uh, her job, I think it was in a restaurant. Uh, she worked full time. Um, and she is now making way more, uh, almost twice as much. Uh, she's on um, unemployment during this time. And what's funny is this woman tried to, t- they were in a group of people And this woman said, yeah, my daughter, you know, she's unemployed right now. And they're like, oh, yeah. And like, yeah, the unemployment is only $95 a week. You can't live on that. And then my wife spoke up and said, but isn't she getting the additional $600 a week from the federal government? Oh, well, yeah, she's getting that. Yep. Yep. So she's making $695 a week, which is more than my son makes. Exactly like a lot more than my son makes. And he works his, when he works, he works. It's not a good fun job and it's not easy. And so my wife's a little myth that people out there uh, who are unemployed are making those who are employed.
1: So that Tony is a perfect example of how this system is helpful for some and hurtful for others, and maybe not the most fair system in the world. Um, it's a prime example actually you're talking about your son who's still working yet he's getting less than those counterparts that are unemployed or that got laid off it isn't yeah and i mean he's not situation
0: yeah and it's not like we're like hey that's not fair uh you know i mean in a way in the back of our minds we're like hey you know that's not fair but Uh, we're not complaining. I mean, I think he's fortunate to have a job. I'm glad he wasn't laid off. Uh, It just illustrates the point that um, it is interesting. I think it's good that people on unemployment are able to pay their bills. So I think there's a good aspect of it, but there's a, I know that you're going to talk about, I'm sure the negative aspect of somebody making more on unemployment than they did on their job that they're receiving unemployment for that they lost.
1: Well, right, right, and I will. And and the first point to be made is fairness. You you're going to get people that are frontline workers that are still working that are working the grocery checkouts that are nurses that are you know firemen or whatever they are they have to continue to work yet they're making the same pay. So you might say, well, they should be happy. They still have a job. They're not unemployed. That's great. You know, that's a good, that's a positive. But then you have the people that are saying, well, how come I'm not getting extra pay, yet all these other people that don't have a job are getting paid? They're not doing anything. They're getting paid more, yet I'm working just as hard, if not taking on risk by working, and I'm not getting paid more. So they're going to say, they might not complain that the people that are unemployed are getting paid. They're going to complain, why am I not getting hazard pay? Why should shouldn't I get more to work in this environment? So that's one major problem that people face, but that's more of a philosophical problem of fairness and how people feel about it. Um but here's another problem that I see. That's I think that it's creating a disincentive to work. Let's let's I, I'm looking at a chart. This guy, Ernie Tedeschi from Evercore. ISI, he's an economist, he created a chart, which I found on CNBC's website, and it shows the wage replacement per state, basically saying um, workers in these states, um, what they receive with the federal additional 600 bucks if they're unemployed, as related to what their wages were normally. And of the 51 states and D.C., they show that only 15 make less on unemployment than they did while they were working. So, the number one is Maine. The top three are Maine, New Mexico, and Idaho. They're making more, those people, in general. Now, not everyone, just in general, are making more than if they were unemployed um, or than if they were fully employed. And they're making to the tune of, some of them, twice as much. Twice as much they're making. Wow. And and it goes by industry a lot. So let's dig d- a little deeper here. Um, the higher the unemployment benefits were in a state, the more benefits they're getting overall. Because they're getting 600 on top of what they were getting in the state. Here in Florida, it's close to a break-even, but it still makes sense. still You get more if you're unemployed than if you were employed in general in Florida. Um, Where you're at in Minnesota, same. It's actually you get more to stay unemployed than if you stayed employed. But you have to drill it down to industries. And if we look at the industry, which industry got crushed the most during this whole crisis? It's safe to say leisure and hospitality, right? Right. Hotels, leisure and hospitality. Right. Yep. Right. Uh, bars, restaurants and travel
0: and travel and travel. Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. So they're the worst off, right? So those people are unemployed cause they just simply, I mean, my niece uh, was a server, um, in Tampa and she's unemployed because the restaurants closed. So her unemployment check, is whatever the state gives plus the 600, which is a lot more than what Florida state gives, right? Like you just gave an example, you know, 95 bucks, and now I'm getting another 600. Um, According to the CNBC analysis of this data, um, 182%, that's the percentage of wages that the people in hospitality are getting on unemployment. So generally speaking- they're making one. They're making one hundred eighty-two percent on unemployment of what they would have made if they were fully working. Yeah. Fast food worker, fast food worker in this country on average two hundred and nineteen percent of prior per pay.
0: Yeah, because the wages are so low to begin with, um, exactly. which is part of the problem. Uh, but uh, so so that's part of the problem. Uh, It is interesting. And I I agree with you, Dan, on the disincentivizing people. Uh, You don't want to disincentivize people or take away their uh, desire to work or their need to work. Um, However, isn't the caveat here, though, it's only for a limited time? I think, isn't there a time restriction on how much they can you know, bank on this and, and just be making bank and not work. Uh, I think it's a three month window, right? Or no. Yes, it
1: is. It ends on July 31st if they don't extend it. So, so that's the key. That's the only thing that prevents me from pulling my hair out of my head because I'm sitting here, take, take my niece, for example, and, and I'm talking to her. Now her restaurant's not open yet. So she doesn't have the option to go back to work, but let's say it opens. And let's say, you know, um, your, your wife's coworker is asked to come back full time. And make what she was making um, how can I tell anybody that's making 200% of what they were making to go back to work I mean really it's it's a really difficult decision for someone to make do you want to come back to work we're gonna pay you half as much as what we're paying the government's paying you right now I mean that is such a disincentive that you'd almost be silly not to stay unemployed and and so, well, yes and no. Well tell me why but I mean, it you, would make sense to go back.
0: Okay, here's why. Here here's why because I think um, I mean we're assuming that most people you're assuming that people don't want to work if they can make more. It only makes sense to not work. However, some people actually like working or need it. I was just talking to the, you know, the guy I work with, our our uh, you know, basically producer, our our editor, Mitch. And he's like, I couldn't not work. It drives me nuts. Um, you know, the money thing, though, is, is the question. Would you really, if you could make more not working than working, wouldn't you not work? Mm, I, I don't know about that. But here's the deal. It's only for a limited time. So if you're thinking ahead, you're like, if, if it's a job you have full time, if you want to risk not having in three months, you're going to need a job. You're going to need a job at some point. If you don't go back now when they want you. You probably won't have that job uh, when you run out of unemployment. They'll have to fill that position. So in my opinion, you have to go back to work if you want to keep the job, right? Or am I wrong in assuming that?
1: Well, you're not wrong in assuming that because that seems to make the most logical sense. And you probably don't want to wait till July 31st to start looking for a job because everyone else is going to be doing the same thing. So So if someone offers you the job back it does make sense in that regard to take it because job might be tough to get elsewhere when after July 31st rolls around. However, on the flip side of that is perhaps the government's going to extend it. Perhaps we're going to have universal basic income. I've heard, have you seen those topics being thrown about? Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. You know, yeah. and we've done a show on universal basic income maybe a couple of years yep. ago now when Elon yeah, Musk was talking years. about it. And, uh, yeah. Um, but now all of a sudden it's like, well, you know, maybe we should be paying everyone a basic universal income. If that's the case, I'd like it to start at a million dollars a year just because that would be great but <laughs> yeah. you see how unrealistic yeah. this can easily get so yeah,
0: but then if if you get a million dollar if everybody got a million dollars a year, the price of bread would be ten thousand dollars yes well for for a for a for a loaf of bread.
1: yeah, but everyone would be rich. so <laughs> and can afford it. So um, no. no, but you're right. People should go back to work for that reason if they're if they're thinking the long run. But should, people don't think the long run. They think short. Yeah, term. a
0: lot of people don't. And, right.
1: And to answer, you know, like, hey, Mitch says, uh, oh, I'm going to I can't I'll lose my mind. I'm the same way. I have to work, but I'm doing other stuff. So if I'm working at uh, as, if I'm at McDonald's making minimum wage and now I'm getting paid double that to not work, I would do something else in the meantime. I'd find another job, do stuff around the house, work for cash outside, and then I'd go back, right? So, so that's the disincentive. It, does, it doesn't make sense, for, especially for a low-income earner. Other considerations, like you said, there's some social interaction with working that is probably invaluable to a lot of people. Staying home could easily make you depressed or lose your mind. So going to work, there's some benefits there of the social interaction. Uh, there is. Maybe you have health insurance that's tied to your employer and now you're finding out, wow, I didn't realize how expensive health insurance was. This might be the only saving grace out of this whole situation is people that get furloughed or laid off that lose their health insurance. Now they go and say what the rest of the world that isn't getting subsidized health insurance from their employer has to pay. They might say, wow, I really value my job a little bit more. My employer is giving me that much money toward health insurance. You know, I go from paying $20 a paycheck to two hundred and fifty dollars every you know day for health insurance, um people are starting to say, wow, you know, so that might help. But there are other benefits that the employee might get by working as opposed to not working. There but you still. go.
0: That's that's a great point, Dan. Honestly, the healthcare benefits thing is huge because uh, hey, that six hundred dollars a week, that sounds great. I'm making twice as much as I did at McDonald's. This is great. I'm not gonna go back to work but you don't have any health care benefits. And maybe you did. If you were working enough hours, you got those through whatever company you were working with, Um, or at least they were offered to you. And you should have health care benefits through your employer. If you're on unemployment, you probably are no longer under those health care benefits. So you that's a huge expense if you had to pay it on your own that might eat up the $600 a week right there or a lot of it
1: right and people just don't value the health insurance benefit from their employer because they don't see it but once they see it they might value it a bit more oh yeah I'm all for getting it out of the employer and having it everybody has to buy it on their own that will wake up the world at least the United States um you know uh again that might push people to say universal healthcare as well. But bottom line is, I think that um, that people are not realizing the benefits that they get from working once they're getting these checks. It's really tough. It's a really tough dilemma. Yeah. Here's another dilemma, Tony. Let's talk about my niece again. She works on off of minimum wage on tips. I think I really think the hourly wage is like two dollars an hour or three dollars an hour for a server in Florida. I think it's something yeah. ridiculous. But she makes most ridiculous. of her money on tips. So yep. they open up the restaurant, she goes back and no one wants to go to the restaurant because everyone's scared. And now she shows up, she no longer qualifies for unemployment because she's working, but no one's showing up to buy food at a restaurant. Oh, or they're ordering takeout and she doesn't get tips. So now she's really in a bad spot, right? Yeah. So Yeah,
0: the restaurant workers, I admit, um if I was a restaurant worker, especially a server, and i made most of my money off of tips um i would stay on that, that unemployment as long as i could right. i would i would milk that cow dry it's so such, to speak, a because, such a disincentive
1: such a disincentive
0: well it is but but it, what it's doing though dan is it's illustrating the problem with how she's paid and the restaurant not in, being able to open fully i mean yes it is a disincentive to be paid more but she can't if she can't forget about the $600 a week, if she can't go back to work, if even if she's not getting the $600 a week, right now she can't go back to work as a server where her money is based primarily on tips because she's not going to be getting those tips. So it's a tough uh, it's dilemma. Not, yeah. The restaurants can reopen up, but who's going to go to them? I mean, that's the problem. In the states where they reopen, like Georgia, I've heard there's nobody going to the restaurants. Well, so.
1: Well, let's so take what, it a, what, a step you, further then. So yeah. let's say they do want to open up a, um, a restaurant or, or, or another example, another company that has low um, wage earners, you know, people that getting paid more by unemployment. And that's what's been happening is they go to get these PPP loans, the pay, Paycheck Protection Program, these mm-hmm. small businesses are, and they apply for the government and they get that paycheck. And part of it is this loan is forgiven. You don't have to pay it back if you can keep your staff and so what happens when they say all right staff come on back and the staff say i'm not coming back i prefer to be unemployed and now there you go now that's a problem the small business has the loan and they're not using it to pay the employees because the employees are disincentivized to come back through no fault of their own it makes economic sense not to and then this employer gets government funding to pay them can't pay them, so now they they have to pay the money back. So now the small business is going to go out of business. Now they did the government did say if you offer a job to someone and they don't take it, that's okay. You don't have to pay the money back as long as you made a good faith effort. But then what are we really doing? We're just bailing out small businesses, giving them free money. Yeah. So then you'll well, say, that's
0: what that's what it is. I mean, but in, but in a they're going to go out of
1: business because they can't hire these people. So what's going to happen right. is that these employees are going to demand higher pay and they're going to say, I'll come back, but you got to at least match my unemployment. And then they're effectively raising minimum wage. And then all the prices are going to go up and then people are going to complain about higher prices because why, well, why am I paying, you know, why am I paying so much for this, r- this restaurant bill? Well, that's because we don't work on tips anymore. We were paying them a livable wage. So Well, what if what if I don't like the service? What if they stink? Well, that then don't come back to the restaurant. It's just going to change the way employment works, uh, perhaps, or we might go right back to normal. It's a vicious cycle.
0: It's a vicious. It's a vicious cycle.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: You know, it causes this chain reaction, right? Right. Yeah.
1: But I think what will happen is when your employer offers you to come back, and you say no, that'll be reported to the to the state and the state will cut off your unemployment. So, but it's going to create some animosity between employees and employers, you know? And, you know, here's another quick example, Tony, of something I heard. This is a company in New York that I know of. Um, They have reduced the hours of some of their employees from five days a week to four days a week. So their pay goes down 20% because they're only working four out of five days. Yet... Because of that, they qualify for this unemployment and they get the $600 a month, a, a week. So they're actually making way more by getting reduced hours than they would if they worked five days a week. And now they're reopening and they're saying, oh, we're going to get you back to five days a week. And the employees are saying, no, I don't want to work five days a week. I'm happy with my reduced hours. How is that going to be resolved?
0: Hmm. Interesting. Interesting. Yeah, it's not. They're going to have to hire more people. And it's hard enough to find people for those jobs, isn't it? It is. I mean, those types of jobs anyway. They're always hiring. They're always looking for employees, especially the food service industry. Wow. And restaurants.
1: It's it's crazy. So if they extend this unemployment extra 600, it's going to be really bad for us, I think um yeah it's a bad situation well, a
0: lot of restaurants have already permanently closed say so they can't they're not going to reopen
1: right and who does that help at that all doesn't help anybody yeah. you know so <laughs>
0: yeah i mean it, all those times you go to omaha nebraska dan and want to eat at the village inn i heard they're closing all the village inns in omaha i read that
1: well there's that's, we have village that's gotta in florida. be that's
0: gonna be i know that's gonna impact you hard
1: we have village inns in florida they're closing
0: them all <laughs> do you yeah do you yes well they are, they are they're closing two of them in omaha i just read that somewhere yeah.
1: yesterday so why do you care about uh, omaha so much
0: i don't i just thought it was funny oh, uh, yeah. because so i know i omaha know how much so. you love omaha and how much you visit there i was being ironic oh, but yeah uh, whatever wow. you missed it oh. it's over your head you're built too low the fast ones go right over your <laughs> head man
1: <laughs> you're good tony you know um I'm going to report your wife to unemployment office. Saying that she, <laughs> <laughs> your son? Oh, she's your son. Yeah. Oh, he's working. <laughs> yeah. So, isn't it crazy that you would hope your son gets unemployed, gets laid
0: off, <laughs> right? Well, we we don't hope that.
1: No, you know what that. I mean. No, it's it's yeah. it's a it's a vicious cycle, like you said. Yeah, so,
0: it is. It's crazy. It is crazy. So this is a problem, uh, and uh, you know, you brought up this problem, but what's the
1: solution? Well.
0: I mean, you're the answer man, Dan. I I,
1: I wish, right? I'm glad I didn't have to make this decision. (laughs) Here's what what I think they should have done. They should have taken the extra time to create some formula to cap the benefits, to at least max out what your salary is. So you can't actually make more than what you would have made if you were unemployed. There you go.
0: I would think that would be easy, right? Or maybe not, because everybody's salaries. Yeah, that's true.
1: true. Florida's having a hard enough time paying basic unemployment benefits to people just normal let alone the, the government's actually paying the 600 it's easy it's an easy formula they don't have to think they don't have to do math they don't have to, anyone checks and balances oh you're unemployed here 600 so they don't care so yeah and, but the only saving grace from this lack of foresight or lack of preparation is that it actually benefits the lowest income earners the most so that's why you're not going to see a lot of people clamoring to fix it because if you do then you're anti-poor right Anti-low. Right. Right. You want
0: to help out the the people who are struggling the most. You want to help out the most. Uh, And and I've always been like that. But but yet you create by just having a blanket thing to fix it. uh, The it's the blanket approach. I agree with you 100 percent. It's six hundred dollars a week. (laughs) Well, it's easy,
1: but it's it's creating this this weird scenario that it's it's favoring the unemployed more than to get them to go back to work it's disincentivizing them to go back and those that are short-sighted which is most people are going to stay home and miss out on the job when the gravy train stops they're going to be without um, employment and they're going to wish that they they forego those extra six hundred dollars a week just to you know you know to because now they're hurting because they don't have a job yeah so it's i think it's i'm then again, what else was the alternative to, to create this formula? It would have taken a lot of time. They still probably wouldn't have figured it out. I don't know, Tony. It's the right. same thing with it that twelve hundred dollar rebate. You know who gets it? Who doesn't? Everyone gets it. You know, I know there's a lot of dead people that are getting it. Um, because it, it, it's just math. It's easy. But you got to send the check back. Are the people going to send the check back? So It's it's really tough. And um, again, perhaps you know a couple of years, ten years from now. We're going to look back and say, wow, what a total nightmare that was. There's going to be oh. an expose on how badly things were handled, and the financials yep. were, the estimates on the number of deaths were way off, the financial incentives were way off. But at this point, what do you do? You know, no one's done this before, so you can point fingers or get that extra 600 a week your choice
0: (laughs) (laughs) for only a limited time and then it's going to create a real problem because then you're going to have people who are really in need but don't have a job
1: there it is that's
0: that's the concern right there i think you're spot on on that concern so that's going to be a problem uh, we'll see how it all washes out. Unfortunately, nobody has uh, some a- the answers to fix this thing at this point, and that's
1: the problem. That's it. So my only advice is, you know, think twice. Think long-term. Make sure you're making the right decision. If you have family or grandkids that are unemployed getting that 600 make sure you let them know, hey, this is going to stop at some point. And if you're working and you're saying, why aren't I getting my $600 a week? All you can hope for is... Uh, someone to come up to you and say you're fired you're fired
0: yeah (laughs) (laughs) nice donald trump but uh but uh, for our listeners out there i think the real answer is wendell 2020 vote dan wendell that's the message we want to get out there and i I, I think that's that's the solution we'll be selling the vote dan wendell shirts uh on the dolphin financial
1: all right i'm down with that for the best podcast finance in the financial services sector i'm down with that no politics for me
0: Oh yeah, that's it. well. You know, we need a, a smart guy like you who who does the math in 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 the office. So, I mean, maybe we could start uh, small, like governor of Florida, because uh, you want you want to inherit that mess, right? I mean, <laughs> can you imagine? Uh, I can't imagine anyone actually wanting. Hey, you know what? I want to be governor of Florida. Governor of anything? <laughs> no. Of any state They're right now? It. I mean, They'll I want would, it. Yeah, yeah. You don't you don't want that, but uh, maybe president. I'm i'm uh dan wendell for president that's that's what the shirts and the bumper stickers need to say mm. and uh we need to get those manufactured and up on the site so so we can all start wearing our our vote dan wendell 2020 shirts
1: and you what am i gonna make you secretary of what radio
0: i don't know <laughs> yeah F, put me in charge of the fcc, FCC
1: next thing you know everyone's gonna yeah. have ham radios uh,
0: I'll tell you what. If I'm in charge of the FCC, <laughs> iHeart's in trouble. Oh boy, iHeart Radio's gonna be in trouble. <laughs> On that note, we're
1: gonna end it there. And thanks, <laughs> listeners, for another great show. If you're uh, if you're in a situation where you're having some questions about unemployment, give me a call. The number is eight 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 five zero eight five nine three five. And yes, it sometimes makes sense to stop saving for retirement if you're unemployed. Um, it's okay. You'll you we'll have to make it up in other ways.
0: All right. Yep. That does it for today's episode of Dolphin Financial Radio. Great show today, Dan. And listeners, thanks for tuning in. The topics on this show are wide ranging, yet relevant to people approaching or living in retirement like me. If there is a topic you want to hear on the show, head to dolphinfinancialgroup.com and
1: contact Dan to request your topic or to share your opinion.